Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This week on Thinker Girl, the podcast. Olivia Trickett joins us. <laughs> Everyone has this facade of having their shit together. <laughs> and most yeah. of the time, we just don't. And it's okay that we don't. The Thinker Girls. Hello. Hold up. Hello. Hi. The Thinker Girls. Thanks for joining our show. Hello. Hello. Hey, guys. Hi. Hello. Oh, hi, girls. The Thinker Girls. All the thoughts you're thinking but not saying. You're listening to Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June. And Christy Mercer. Hello. Hello. Feels good. Hope you are doing well. Yeah, I'm what have I've you got you a doing? little cup of tea, a, a bit of a green tea that I'm going to just sip on for the next half an hour or That's so. That's nice. That's very relaxing. It's a bit different to how I feel right now, which is just disgusting, like covered in wet fake tan. Yeah, look, you don't cope with that on a good day. I don't. I don't know why. What time? How early did you do the fake tan before you got picked up? Oh, like 15 minutes. Yeah. No, I know because I didn't – I was like, oh – I couldn't decide whether to wash my hair or not. Uh-huh. You know what it's like when you have like time constraints. So you're like, I can do one or the other. I can wash yes. the hair. I can do fake tan. Which do I need more? Can I do the outfit and cover half my body in pants? So then I can do <laughs> half a body fake tan. And then does that mean I've got time to wash my hair? Or is it just going to be like a, I don't know, like a dry shampoo job? And I know this is like first world problems, but like this is things that you go through every day, like putting together this puzzle piece yeah. based on the amount of time that you have to equal, I don't know, the amount of body maintenance you can do. Well, yes, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, winter you're supposed to let go of it, but then I feel like sometimes it, it, you do your head in more because it's so much more work when you kind of know that there's a good chance not many people are going to see it anyway. Well, the, the hilarious part is I only ever really for the last few months because it's been cold, I've been fake tanning the top half of my body because <laughs> I'm like, I've always got pants or stockings on. But at gym recently, I'm like top deck. Just oh, the other way around. Yeah, right. So I'm like super brown on top, but then like white as fuck pins. Yeah, look, it happens. <laughs> I can't be fucked. I just got, you just got to embrace found, it. I've, ta- I've started spraying just my feet. <laughs> the what? tops of my feet. Where have you? Yeah, so if I wear like loafers or something, then you can kind of just, it looks like I've been sun kissed on my feet. But then the other day we're at a meeting and I wore heels and I just had these brown patches there because oh. it's just faded off. So your face and neck are quite tanned. Yeah, I tan those, but not my legs and then just spray my feet. Where do you stop the tan? Are you under the boob? Uh, That's oh, where no, I stop today. I do today. all the way to the vagina on the stomach, but then don't do the back. <laughs> I never understand people that tan their stomach. Why are you doing that? Because uh, I'm like, you know, might get laid with randoms. <laughs> So I've got to watch out for that <laughs> because your stomach is the most thing that's not the like. It's mine's not really that tight. I so do I to like the if I put some if I put some tan. Yeah, on no, there. that's actually a fair call. Yeah. But I do to the bottom of my little my boob line. Yeah, and then God, white, and then brown so, again. So oh, I'm like triple deck because so I'm like brown, white, brown. If you haven't listened to our show before, <laughs> we do crap on about this stuff. 
regularly. Uh, you can download all of the other podcasts at thethinkergirls.com.au where we do a weekly chat a bit more extended um, with some very inspiring, talented women. Uh, but we also have a show on the Kiss Network from 7 to 9 during the week. Um, so we hope that you can enjoy that. We're off. We've been off for a couple of weeks. So yeah. I hope you're getting in amongst the podcast. We do have somebody to join us, though. Um, this particular woman, wow, she's ticked off a few a few things on her to-do list. Far out. It's absolutely massive. And, yeah. and I suppose we've had a bit of a hit list or, you know, uh, women that we love and kind of look up to and would, you know, just be gagging to get on this show. Yeah, I think and she's it's been... interesting as well when you – because she, she's an Olympian. So it's interesting when um, when she – oh, my God, our, our producer. We record in our, produ- our actual studio now and our producers brought in canapes. What's like, happening here? We've changed. We really have stepped this up in the world. Has fucking changed. Oh, we've got to introduce Libby. Okay, she's a three-time <laughs> Olympian, four-time Olympic gold medalist. That doesn't make sense. No, been to three Olympics and then won four gold. Fuck It's me. crazy. Uh, Libby Trickett joins us. <laughs> hey, Libby. Yeah, hi. <laughs> I'm jealous that I'm not getting the canopy. Oh, my I God. I'm very sorry that you're not. It, at the moment <laughs> that we've got cucumber, What's over some there? goat's cheese and smoked salmon. Oh. Yeah, oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You want to take oh, some? Friday night. Yeah, it's lovely. (laughs) You know what I do when I get home from work? I kind of sometimes make my own little, not canapé plate, but I'll make a little cheese plate with olives, maybe some little pickled onions, just so I feel like it's a little bit of a treat for myself. I feel like when you get home later, you feel like you want to eat something. You feel like you want to eat something. Yeah. Because you're getting home at like 10. Yeah. And then you're like, I just want something that's not that bad. Libby, um, you became a mum very recently. I did. Yeah, congrats. I did. Congratulations. Yeah, it's, oh, thanks. It's, yeah, it's crazy, crazy. Um, yeah, so Poppy's almost 10 months now. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's been a whirlwind adventure. <laughs> <laughs> um, absolutely um, bonkers. But, yeah, really exciting too. It's Libby, I was definitely just... been the biggest challenge of my life. Though. Just looking at your Instagram, Poppy is like a miniature you. Do people tell you <laughs> oh. that all the time? No, thank you. I appreciate that. Mostly people go, oh, gee, she looks so much like her husband. Um, She's got those big dark eyes like Libby underscore Trickett is where you can find her on Instagram or Snapchat. Yeah, girl, Libby.Trickett. She's amongst it Um, and on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, that's the best. Um, So basically this is how the show works. We each bring a gem to the table where we're talking some thought that we're thinking but not saying. Um, Philip the duck will rein us in, Lib. So if you do hear like a duck quack, that means it's time to shut up and, and, and let the next person go. <laughs> just so you know. Yeah, just to put it nicely. Um, but I let's do it. let's do a bit of a content so we can let everybody that's listening know what they can expect for the next kind of halfer. Um, Libby, yeah. what do you want to bring to the table this week? Um, what I would like to bring to the table is um, since becoming a mother, but I've realised it cuts across kind of whatever stage you're at in your life, um, is that I feel like people try and create this facade I think it's part of the social media um, generation that we're in but it's like everyone has this facade of having their shit together (laughs) and most of the time we just don't and it's okay that we don't I love that you're saying this I love it we'll have to hit straight into it yeah I think so young mate what are you going to bring um just quickly I want to um let everybody know something that I saw on the back of a cab the other day that I thought was so powerful that had the line Just because teenagers push you away doesn't mean they want you to go. And I related to it so much in my own life. But then when I'm going, 
what I'm kind of going through as an older sister at the moment with my younger brother. That's a real. Mm-hmm. That was re- you were meant to see that. Yeah. Big time. Um, mm. I want to talk about the confusing connections that I have, or I guess women have with men. And how I feel a little bit deflated today because I'm unsure as to if those connections automatically should mean they move to romance. I I kind of feel confused about how to have guys in my life with these kinds of connections as friends. Yeah. It's just I'm very confused about that guy friendship thing when you connect on that level. Yeah. Well, it is a little bit of kind of grey area. Yeah. And how to to go forth with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Um, Libby, did you want to kick this bad boy off? Because we kind of are adoring your gem at the moment. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Well, I, you know, just along the lines of, you know, I, I think... You know, you see Facebook, and especially I've been on Facebook like so much because I've been breastfeeding, and I'm just like, that's what <laughs> I having do. a scroll. <laughs> yeah, of course, <laughs> it's your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just living by. It's the window. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, you just see, you know, it's all holidays and perfectly made up people going to parties and all of these things, and uh, I just I've I realized. Especially talking to other mothers, new mothers, um, most of them don't feel like they have any understanding of what they're doing. Like they just, they're just winging it. And I've realised that. Um, I mean, obviously, I've felt that 100% in the last 10 months. I just feel like I'm absolutely winging it and making it up as I go along. And you, you imagine that you might just intuitively know what to do as mm-hmm. a new mother, and it's mm-hmm. almost just crap. Like you, you're just absolutely winging it, and like yeah. I said, like I, I've, I've had poo on my shirt for two hours <laughs> without even realizing it. And Where I'm did going, you leave like, the house? Yeah, were you in like, public? No, thank God I didn't leave the house. And what kind of like, poo are we talking? Like a really big bit, or just like yeah, a smear? It was, it was a smear. It was oh. a smear, but I've also discovered it on my sneaker as well. And I'm like, how did it even get on my sneaker? How did, how did you know? Oh. Did you? Did you have that? Yeah. Did you have that moment where you went, "Fuck, my life is so different." Yes. Like, did you really? Yes, exactly. Yeah, right. I, I had that moment where I went, "I used to represent my country at the Olympics. <laughs> I won a gold medal. Like, what the fuck has happened to me? Like, this is my life now." It's but so Libby, it doesn't sound like you're sad about that. Like, it kind of sounds like you're. I don't know, stopping having a bit of a lull and then taking it all in your stride but it is, back. I guess it would be confronting though. It, it, yeah, both of those things. You have to kind of lull and you have to kind of go, oh, that's funny. <laughs> what am I doing with my life? <laughs> but you also, like I think you kind of, I don't know, you, you, it does definitely challenge the ego. <laughs> and especially I was an athlete. Like I, I had to believe I was the best in the world to become the best in the world. And so you kind of have a pretty big ego um, yeah. to begin with as an athlete. It's interesting. Which is so important for you and, and sport and those kind of things though. Like, I don't know, yeah. like, I think in so many other areas, especially in this country, it's like that whole, you know, put yourself down, that tall poppy kind of syndrome. Even if yeah. you think that you're not too bad at something, oh my God, God forbid that you would actually say that out loud in front yeah. of people. But I don't know, I think um, athletes and certainly Olympians, there is this different kind of set of rules where that's so just expected well, though. I think I think women in general just always play ourselves down. And I realised since coming into the real world, and this is probably a topic for another day, but I think since coming into the what I call the real world, I've put myself down and I don't believe that I'm good at anything um, 
you know, because I'm having to relearn everything and find my new passions and what I want to do in business. But um, certainly when I was an athlete, I 100% believed that I was going to be the best and that I could be the best. Um, and I think it's a, it's actually a really can be a positive thing, as, assuming that you're not thinking that you're better than people, which yeah, is a difference yeah. to but I think, thinking that you could be the best. I think ego is important. I think we've spoken about it on the show yeah. before of how important it is for you to kind of push yourself, but at the same time have that perspective of where it plays unhealthily, like because it mm-hmm. can yes. feed out. And if you're making decisions or based on ego, then you might find yourself in a bit mm. of trouble. Mm. Um, Definitely. But how have you gone from, I guess, that ego place which you need you needed to have, where you kind of yeah. felt like it, that was your ambition essentially, and that's what would have fueled a lot of your training in those mornings where you did not want to get up. Um, yeah. To now kind of make everything is completely pulled back, and you've got this. I guess it's everything's much more simplified as a mother. Like, how did you? Yeah. How did you go? And and. What are the bad bits? Because I feel like so many people just only talk about the good. Yes, thank you. Yes, they they do. When before I was, um, well, like when I was pregnant, it was just all. Oh, it's just it's just the best thing you'll ever do. You just you'll love it. Mm. It's amazing, and it's all you know. This grand ideas about just falling completely head over heels in love with with your new little person. And you know, don't get me wrong, my heart burst with love when I first met Poppy, and you know she's she's gorgeous and I would never want um, it to be any other way than having her in my life, even though she's a nutcase. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's hard. And, you know, coming from that athlete background as well, I was incredibly selfish um, and focused on my goals and what I wanted to achieve. And uh, when you become a mother, your time is not your own anymore. Your body is not your own um, from when you become pregnant um, and if you're breastfeeding, then that continues on. Mm. Um, yeah, so it, it's incredibly challenging and it does simplify. It simplify, simplifies your um, desires, I think, because you realise that uh, you want... Like you can find what's important pretty quickly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. You prioritise and yeah. are able to say no a lot more, which I could never say no before. So interesting. Um, whereas yeah, where you now learn I'm like, those things nah. about yourself. Yeah, <laughs> so is exactly. That, so has that been the hardest things thus far, Libby? So uh, instead of putting yourself first, it's essentially you, well, you are second in in a lot of ways, as you say. Always um, second. Yeah, like even <laughs> with even with your own body, you're getting a nap, or well, you know, if your yeah. boobs are leaking, or it's milk time, or it's kind of Poppy's number one, and that's the way it works. Because exactly. my bestie um, would would have had her baby by the time everyone's listening to this, but she is in labour right now, <laughs> and <laughs> um, and I've crazy. spoken about it on this show about how you know it's interesting how we're going through this together because it's not yep. just her, you know, everything's going to change for us and our friendship. Absolutely. And, and, um, and it was funny because he wasn't dropping her little boy and, and, yep. and she was like, I just kind of didn't see myself having to go a certain way labor wise. I'm not sure if that's the way it is. And I was like, it's full on, but this becomes the beginning of there being this other person that has his own agenda that has nothing yep. to do with what you want. Not according to you yeah. anymore. And, that, and that's yeah. full exactly. on for people that are planned and organized. And she's just like you, very ambitious, has yeah. kind of yeah. very structured, very calm. But then now there's another person in the picture that you need to not only, you don't even get to compromise with, mm. you just have to kind no. of surrender to. It's yeah, so it, full it, on. That's the perfect word is surrender. You mm. just have to kind of surrender to this time. And um, especially the first year, well, definitely the first six months and, and certainly the first year, it is that 
that sort of idea that you have to surrender to them. Actually, and you, I've, I found that really challenging. You <laughs> I'm would like, be. I want, the, I want to have lunch. <laughs> yeah, right. I would like to eat now. <laughs> I want to wee. Libby, you would be the perfect person for me to ask you how to, like, how to be there at the beginning stages, yeah. like the first kind of, I yeah. don't know, particularly the first six weeks as a bestie on yep. the sidelines. Wanting to what, respect boundaries too. What did too? you need? Like, what did you need uh, just nothing? Like, and just to give uh, space? Like, what is it, do you reckon? I would um, definitely text. Yeah, and if well, she wants to get in touch, today, she'll yeah. perfect. And and you know, if she wants, if she can, and she's able to, she'll text back mm-hmm. or call you when she's ready. Um, I would uh, come around, um, even if like uninvited, like uh, not all the time, but you know, maybe once a week or something with um, some frozen food that you food, might have yeah, made, yeah, yeah. like just stuff that she can heat up. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to come over and just help tidy the house or, you know, do a load of washing or something um, and remind her that she's beautiful and, you know, she's doing an amazing job. Just constantly remind her that she's doing an amazing (laughs) job. Stacey's about to break down. so emotional today. I just... if she's crying, just give her a hug because that first six weeks I was bawling my eyes out for no reason. Oh, <laughs> I can, well, I can imagine. Like, I feel like that and I'm, it's not my child. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that. I feel well, I'm so protective of her. Like, yeah. you know, I'm just so – it's just such a big roller coaster that she's about to go on. But one that obviously from where you stand is just so amazing. So it's – Yeah, fun. amazing. Yeah. It's so good We're to so hear – so close to meeting him. It's yeah. so crazy. It's so good to hear you talk about the good and the bad though, Libby. Like to be yes. both – to. Yeah, to be a bit all-encompassing in the story and not just the I kind think, of glitz that you want to put on your Insta page. Yeah. Well, I think it's important, especially for, for new parents, because most of the time you feel like you're doing things wrong. Um, and then you see all these people who are just loving being parents and everything's amazing. And you're like, oh, God, why don't I feel like that all the time? Or, you know, maybe I'm doing, maybe I am doing something wrong and I'm failing in some level. So I think it's important for women to know that you're not alone. Everyone feels like they're a bit, out of sorts or frayed around the edges and you know most of us don't have our shit together and we're all just winging it so oh, yeah <laughs> totally trying mm. to get by that's what you like to call hashtag our lives yeah it's, got, it's yes, not even exactly. with, with um with it's, pregnancy it's not going to stop anytime yeah. soon um, reckon the thinker girls are oversharers wait till you see them on snapchat whoa whoa, whoa. hang on a sec yeah, yeah, yeah hang on can i just put a bra on first See what goes down behind the scenes. Follow the Thinker Girls on Snapchat. I might enter in and talk about um, the last kind of, I guess, few days where I've had a bit of a thought process about um, just guy friendships and and trying to, to, to meander my way through connections with dudes that you kind of think automatically need to go romantically mm-hmm. which mm. I think is the way I'm inclined because I obviously am looking for that in mm-hmm. my life mm-hmm. but then to kind of find myself in a couple of situations over the past few years where it hasn't really panned out that way how you then move forward if that connection can turn into a friendship or if it is a little bit dangerous for some people which I kind of think it it might have been in the past for me to go forward and not ignore feelings, but 
but not be able to shift them. Just before you go on, are you, just to explain to everybody, are you somebody that growing up and, and through teenage years and 20s and 30s and stuff, as somebody who's had lots of guy mates around? I kind of always have. And even though I'm a real mm. girly girl, mm. yeah, I really enjoy the company of blokes. I always have found that. And I found more, a lot of the time, this might be a massive statement but I feel like they challenge me a little bit more Mm -hmm. because I don't think the same way and Mm. so a lot of the time their perspective is so different Mm -hmm. to mine and I I'm always my whole life is dedicated to challenge (laughs) to being challenged to you know Mm. stretching myself so those relationships are really important to me but Mm -hmm. over the few since becoming single you know years ago some relationships I, I felt such strong connections with as I would with my girlfriends and my gay friends and I got really confused at what that can mean so straight away this particular relationship straight away I assumed and wanted it to become romantic yeah and he's kind of said to me look I'm not in that place I think you would be the perfect person to be in a relationship with he's like but I'm not feeling it because I'm completely closed up Mm -hmm. and he's like and I want to not lose you like I want to hang out and I'm not at a place where I'm in love with him you know like it's a different stage but it's interesting because is all those connections that you feel with men straight men that are available are those connections automatically a hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com to go romantic or is there places for you to take them that are platonic and I'm really Mm. confused at that that spot today I reckon there might be depending on who it is I don't know like it's hard to give it a bit a blanket rule because Mm. I think it's so dependent on where you're at which is obviously looking for somebody in a romantic Mm. sense and and how that matches up with the other person that you that you're kind of talking about if you catch it early enough do you know what I mean is it a place for you to shift your headspace if you want them in your life and then you move on because you've got clarity that it's not that I don't know that it's that easy I don't know that you've got I don't to be honest I think it'd be nice and look maybe you can and maybe everybody's different but I think you knowing what I know of you and knowing what I know of myself if I was to challenge that and say do you I wonder if I'd personally be able to do that I don't think it's that easy and you can have say over some things or the way that you feel sometimes as much as you want to I think that can be a little bit out of your control yeah, I, and I think with, with women as well, like, I mean, it's not just the physical attraction because obviously you need to have that to take things to a romantic level, but it's certainly the mental, emotional attraction, which obviously you mentioned that you like to be challenged. So 
um, that's that's an important that's trait. That's the bit, Libby, that I get confused because mm. that's what yeah. interests me the most. Like the physical yeah. stuff is an extra for me. I'm really yeah, looking for someone that I'm – Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. because you don't have that physical attraction all the time and, there, you know, there's been friends over the years where I've, I've even said to you, young man, I'm like, I wonder if that something will ever happen. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Because yeah. I'm not overly attracted to him physically but there's such a, a comfort yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, there's something. You know, yeah. There's such a support where I feel like he would catch me because yeah. I've trusted. I've, I'm vulnerable. But then yeah. can't, doesn't that mean – that can mean friendship too. Do you know what I mean? Just because yeah. he's a straight guy mm. doesn't mean it has to happen. Yeah. yeah. And if you're not physically but, attracted, then maybe you're trying yeah. to force something on that I, feeling. I, I was just going to say, I think, I, I think certainly if you're trying to take something to a romantic level, you do need that physical attraction. I think that is an important part mm. um, for longevity, but just as importantly, you do need that mental, emotional connection as well. But I don't know. I, I mean, I was the same growing up. I, I had a lot of, like, more guy friends than I had girlfriends. Because, um, I, yeah, I just find guys kind of really easy um, to get along with. But the, the guy that I ended up settling down with, I kind of dismissed for <laughs> a little bit when I first met him. Like, I thought he was really sweet and really kind. And obviously, I thought he was cute. But it wasn't until I met him. We flirted for six months on MSN Messenger. I don't really? Know. I, I love Messenger. that. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I saw him for, like, saw him in person for the second time. And I was like, Hol-. and I think because we developed that relationship and that connection I saw him the next time and I was like holy shit tricky got hot I was like I need <laughs> well, him well, in see, my life I need him to become that's the catch <laughs> you see people you, differently you fall, yeah. you fall into you know that kind of friendship and you fall in friendship love with people because mm. I always talk about yes. falling in love with people there's so many different people I've fallen in love with that I don't want to have sex with so you fall yes. in love with them but then straight away with his straight available and a guy it's very easy to then go well that that's, I, that's it. just you know I was about I mean? to say I reckon there's such a difference when you might have those feelings for you know for a guy mate and and there's that love and there's that support and there is that connection mm-hmm. there but there may be something that stops you from taking it further so maybe there's not the physical attraction maybe they're in a relationship you're in a relationship I don't know there's just something that kind of never really matches up perfectly so then there's almost like this thing in your mind where you're like I wonder if or if only or if the stars aligned there's this Mm. I don't know there's almost like this unattainable unreachable thing where you're like I wonder how that would pan out. But I feel but, like I, but because that's not – but maybe when that's not there and, as you say, when they when they do come out of a relationship or you come out of a relationship and things mm. kind of match up, I think it's completely only natural for you to question, is this yeah. something more, even if it's not? Yeah. yeah. And that's because people are available. Like mm. all of a sudden you're available. Yeah. And it's hard because then it's also like in the past with ex-boyfriends and stuff, I've really cut them off and I, I think I'm really different now. I just – well, I'm I, I I'm going to try and see how this works, but I'm leaning towards this particular relationship as maybe I don't know. I think there is friendship there, mm-hmm. and I think that I might be okay. I, I guess I've just been hurt in the past, and I don't really want to waste my time yeah. pining over somebody that it's not there. But I I don't know. With this, I also kind of feel like. You question that, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything has to come from it. I think so long as you you're know? upfront about your feelings, yeah, and, yeah. and keep that I, communication open, so they know where you're at and vice versa. Exactly. Then I think and, it's okay. Yeah, because I, I think being aware 
of where you are at as well, like rather yeah. than you know, going with it. Because Kidding yourself, of yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Because for like a really whole, like, well, I had a friendship with a guy for a whole year and it was flirting and messy and like kind of almost like a relationship without the sex. It mm. was really full on. And I think the problem that we had, which is different for other relationships I've had in the future, uh, is that the communication wasn't there. There yeah. wasn't that yeah. honesty. Yeah. You know, it was really that confusing trust. all the time. Yeah. So at least I think moving forward, I think you need to have those conversations and if you can get through mm. them, then maybe there's a chance. Because if you're honest about it and then you set that up from the start, which you obviously have in this particular relationship, that's not to say that it might change in the future where you think, I'll give this a go and see if there there can be a friendship. There's obviously there's a connection and yeah. a challenge there. Um, you know, but I think because you've been open from the start, things might change and you go, you know what, I'm going to call it, this actually is a little bit hard because... Yeah. Or that it you're meant to be friends yeah. and that's the bit I don't want to miss. Yeah. I don't want to cut yeah. people off. Mm. I've done that yeah. in the past mm. where I can't handle it emotionally so I'm going to cut this off mm. and, and I miss yeah. some people because I've done that. Yeah. Um, so now I kind of want to go, nah, maybe I'm strong enough to call it for what it is, mm. you know, and I'm a big girl, like if I start to you know go the other way then I can call pull yeah. it out but yeah. I think yeah, I should exactly. give myself a go because that means you know friendships come from all different ways you definitely know? yeah you may as well try it mm. I think try it because you are in that strong kind of space and knowing what you want and have been yes. strong enough to be open about what where you're yeah, at and yeah, what yeah. could potentially or not potentially come from that too. So yeah, you're not kidding yourself or him. relationships. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it becomes with guys. It's like, yeah. okay, well, if it's not going to go romantic, then it's that's it. And it's yeah. like, yeah, that, that's, that's kind of disappointing mm. sometimes, you know. Mm. But yeah. yeah, watch this space. We'll mm. see how that pans out. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? It's just the Thinker Girls laughing at their latest video. Catch it on YouTube, youtube.com slash thethinkergirls. I want to, because Philip's going off a little while ago, I want to talk about something that I saw on the back of a cab two days ago. Um, I think it was for Reach or Reach Out, I don't know, some youth kind of organisation. To be honest, I actually have Googled that as saying that I heard written on the back of this cab to look for where it came from, but I can't find it. So I don't know, I have to go a bit deeper on the internet. Yeah, right. But anyway, it said on the back of this cab, just because teenagers push you away doesn't mean they want you to go. And I was driving in my car and I started having a little bit of a cry to myself because I was mm. like, oh, my God, I feel so much at, the, like, at this current space, like, you know, two days prior, that I really needed to hear that because I am the oldest of three kids and my young, my young brother, who's seven years younger than me, he's, he's 19, and he's – He's a really good kid, but he's experimenting, um, you know, with drugs mm. and alcohol and going out and boundaries and first year uni and all that stuff. Um, and it, it really worries me and my family. And I know, and I know that he knows that, but I don't know. It, it's hard because I think back to what I was like when I was 19 and I was doing the exact same thing like yeah. wanting to know how far you can push people and wanting to know that people care but sometimes having to do bad things to know that they care mm. which is really messed up when you think about it but then also quite simple when I read that sign and the well, psychology yeah, I, behind it. I think yeah. we have to remember as well is that you 
you're a kid for a really long time. Yeah. Like you kind of yeah. go, you go, get into your 20s and that's when it starts to maybe be faded out a little bit. But I reckon you're really probably not hitting adult straps until your mid-20s, mm. late 20s. Not at least. Yeah, exactly. I don't I'm reckon, 31 and I still feel like Well, that's it. I reckon there was maybe, yeah, I reckon yeah. it was 31 for me, Libby, yeah. like where I went, it's time to fucking be the adult in this. <laughs> yeah. And your parent relationship. Yeah. yeah. And your relationships with your parents change and you stop looking at them as yeah. so much parents and you start, yeah. as you get older you start looking at them a little bit more like people and so things change so yeah. there's still a whole decade that apparently we're supposed to have our shit together yeah. but we kind of don't and so it's like your 20s I feel like you still should be classified as a kid mm. and I know Definitely. and I know and I'm so on board with that and knowing that it takes time to to know and have perspective and be able to to look back or even be aware of your behaviors in the way that they maybe impact or don't impact on others so it's not a matter of me being like, you're so young and immature and you're going to look back on this and you're going to regret it. It's not that at all. I just think, I don't know, I just thought of that time when I was probably about 18, 19 and you do feel so alone, yet yeah. then also not because you've got all of these people around you um, that are wanting to make sure you're all right and is everything good and then what's going on with you or you're acting strange. Everyone feels to be around you on your back asking questions but then also not there at all I remember feeling I, sorry go Libby no I was just gonna say and I think in that stage when you are first year uni and I think that's it's a so really daunting, crucial stage it? where you're really trying to work out who you are because you're no longer at school anymore like you don't mm. have that structure you don't have that routine defined by that of, group defined by that yeah, class. Yeah. You know, defined yeah. by those boundaries mm. as well so you kind of test all of the boundaries and mm. you sort of test your relationships and your family and your friendships and um yeah you're trying to uh create a definition of your life and and who you want to be and I, I think experimenting and and doing bad or naughty things um is part of that part of that um, boundaries and I think it comes back to that sort of fundamental um, thing of hum- humans where you just want to be connected with people and I think you go you connected want, you want to test I think you go connected less love. with your family too which is yeah. probably where you're feeling that he loves you and you know he'll come back to you I know he yeah. will but yeah, right yeah, yeah. now I remember it was all about my friends like mm. we yeah. had a group and we partied and it was just my it was kind of like I knew I would get back to my family but they were just going to be there because I knew they were going to be there but for now for that time I remember being just like I just was consumed Mm. with that life and that kind of uni partying um and just being in a bubble which I would not change for Mm. the world Mm. it was some of the best years of my life Mm. and and just being kind of not having any idea um but then getting doing it together you know and Mm. so um and sharing beds and and you know on Wednesday nights being at each other's house at 10 o'clock on a Wednesday Mm. you know those things that you cannot do anymore like when you're at school yeah yeah, yeah. watch tv shows (laughs) together just because and just different dumb shit that you do and I think I think that is so great and I can completely relate because similar kind of experience Mm. going kind of through that as an 18 year old or whatever but 
Yeah, it is. It's interesting when you think about that whole thing about the pushing away. It doesn't mm. mean that you don't love somebody or that you're you're so messed up or so dark that you I can't deal with you right now. So it was. Yeah. I think when I said I got emotional when I saw that sign because I could relate to it so much. Yeah. I think because they weren't sad tears. It's kind of like I don't know, almost like this this happy emotion mixed with a little bit of sad because I I also know that the pushing away is not because it's like I hate you and I'm locking you out of my life for a bit and then as a 25 year old I come back and be like sorry for being a dickhead I know it's not that because I know that I don't know there's this this thing we that you do that you like Stace you said you push people away you kind of fade away from your family a little bit knowing that they'll always be there knowing that you'll come back knowing it's not because and you just probably miss him a bit yeah I do yeah. I think it's probably yeah, a little he, bit of that and too even though you talk like so you he's still there and you're still talking he's not there mm. because you're not his it's priority a, yeah. it's shit it's almost like, a reminder to you that he will come back and he doesn't want you to be gone from his life. Do you know mm. what I mean? So it's mm. probably a nice emotion to feel, okay, he he does still love me. It doesn't mean he and hates me and, and never wants to be part of my life It's again. such a one-way just... relationship when they're like that too. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like we're talking like we're so old. But, <laughs> but it's so like they just – at that age, you think that your family are there to be there for you and you don't really owe yeah. them anything. That's well, it's exactly. funny because I felt like a stalker because I'm like, I'm going to call him every single day and he never answers his freaking phone just to check yeah. in. And, you know, he hardly ever answers. He'll answer one in ten calls, but I'm going to just keep calling – around the same time every every day anyway and there was part of me this week that thought maybe I maybe I'm being annoying or maybe I won't or maybe maybe he's not answering because he doesn't want to talk to me and then there were there was part of me that later this week I went to call him I thought I'd a second guest whether I should or not whether I'm being like an annoying older sister and then I pushed through because I was like nah I don't know. I think it is important just for him even to see a missed call from me and know that, cool, it's nothing urgent. Just checking in. I'm here. And I don't know, but, yeah, there's part of me that knows that he'll still be there and still see the call, but then there is that tiny little bit of doubt and and just the missing him thing. Yeah, you miss him. I I think you could pull back a little bit for yourself, Mm. I think, because – you don't want to put pressure on yourself to show, mm. you know, showing up once a week consistently for the next few yeah. years is going to be all he needs. Mm. And that takes a little bit of pressure off you because even though you're saying you'll call him and there'll be no answer and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean much. It must be stored in you somewhere. Oh, it totally is. That's why I got mean? emotional so, when I saw yeah, so that sign. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. You could pull back a little bit mm. for you yeah, to look for, after for you, you a little bit. So you don't yeah. kind of feel disappointed I don't know, just the tiniest bit if, mm. you again, you have to get a voicemail or something. Mm. And maybe just do it once a week and do it consistently for, for as long as mm. you want. And then yeah. he knows you're going to call him, like, on that Thursday because you're driving to work or you're going to call him that day because you're walk, going for a mm. walk. Mm. And yeah. then it's kind of nice to know that that is always there, mm. especially because you live yeah. interstate. Yeah. But then take and, the edge yeah. off yourself a bit, I reckon. Mm. And I, I think that's exactly right. And, and I think it's important for your brother to know that you're there and you're thinking of him um, and I think to have that connection is really nice so if he 
if he is feeling sad or in trouble or, you know, like he's having a few issues that he knows that he has that connection and that outlet potentially to talk to you. And then without Um, the everyday thing too, it won't feel like you're trying to guess what he's doing or you'll just be more like, like hey, what's up? Yeah. Mm. And then he might just answer because that particular time that week he wants to talk. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, I just think it's just adjusting and for me also just to adjust to the way that, I don't know, things things kind of change with time and with age and, you know, like every relationship, you know, always, I suppose, being that kind of confident or that person just to check in and and make sure he's all good because that's kind of gone a bit in a little while. It's, that's just, it's just me kind of getting used to that and that's all right mm. for the time being. And I think you you being the oldest, you probably feel a lot of pressure to Mm. take care of everyone. Yeah, totally. I'm the of of four. (laughs) So when I'm, first moved out of home I know my older sister was really sad um even though she'd moved out of home but it was like that was the end of an era and it's like everyone had grown up and like so our relationships change and those boundaries change and yeah I've said this being older is the absolute hardest no if you're not the eldest you don't fucking have any idea (laughs) yeah I really do I get everything yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's so annoying like because I am like I'm the eldest too and I said to Chrissy I think it's just in you too it's fucking annoying but um but yeah I think what I learned was that I had to give to myself before I could give to them for sure too like that's um, a great to other parts of my family because I would constantly think about even my brother and I don't really see eye to eye. We're not as close as you guys are. And I would still think of him first when he was like sending me abusive texts mm. and I would still <laughs> put him first, you know, because yeah. he was my little, like my younger brother. Which is probably where I need to focus on too, the, as you say, the, the giving to yourself before you can give to a others because bit, I, sure. I don't want it to ever be... Um, like thing, uh, something where I resent him. Like, yep. Oh, finally, yeah. I've answered your. Fi- I don't want it. I don't want him to feel pressure to have to talk to me at but any just time. Also, either. because you're worthy of looking after yourself first mm. too, as mm. much as you yeah. are of everybody else. Mm. Like that's Definitely. important to remember. Just that simple fact. Mm. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Libby, it's been really lovely today. We oh, just had a nice, guys. relaxing little yarn. <laughs> it's got yeah, all very emo and deep this week. I love it. It was great. Yeah, it was oh, so it was great. Beautiful. If you do want to find more from Libby and, and check out beautiful Poppy. You can follow her or stalk her at <laughs> Libby <laughs> underscore Trickett, T-R-I-C-K-E-T-T on Instagram and Twitter and on Facebook it's Libby Trickett official uh, and on Snapchat it's Libby.Trickett. Um, and let her know if you heard her on the show um, and if you liked it, we are at thethinkergirls.com.au for all the other episodes as I said. Um, so yeah, go download a few others if you found us through Lib. Yeah, thanks so much, Libby. Bye, Libby and My Poppy. Thank <laughs> yeah, you bye, so Poppy. Much we, me. we knew you were there. <laughs> what a patootie. <laughs> actually, just done a, a number three, so I have to go change it. Then. Okay, <laughs> time to go. What's a number three? Uh, it's exploded out the side of her nappy. So Good Lord. We there's shit everywhere. <laughs> Do you know I didn't know what it was, but I was too scared. Because <laughs> I was like, like poo-wee. Like, I'm not even going to bother asking. Poo-wee what? What's a number three? three? Wow. That's yeah. that's net level. We, we both yeah, looked at each other and like, we're level. not ready for that. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Liv. Thank you. Thanks. See ya. Bye, Livy. Bye. Coming up next week on Thinker Girl, the podcast. Natalie Bassing, ladies, yeah. who we're talking about. Why we care so much about what other people think. Why can't we just accept ourselves for who we are and love ourselves and not compare ourselves too much to other people? It just becomes this, like, intense thing. Were you eavesdropping on this conversation and want more? 
The girls are chitty-chatting away on Facebook, Snapchat and Instagram. You can download more podcasts at thethinkergirls.com.au. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 